Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode. I am so incredibly excited to release this because it was one of the, if not my personal favorite episode I've ever recorded. I was joined by my really good friend Nick and we have a lot of in common. He has, we both have ADHD and he's such a good student and good person overall. He's doing incredible in school and we both kind of worked towards going to a top Ivy League university and he talks about his path in school which was absolutely special and catered to him and it was a very unconventional path that he took in so many ways how he had to kind of create that path for himself and you know where that landed him and we just confront each other with on how much our lives were impacted by the fact that we are different and neurodivergent and so 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 incredibly ambitious and how we kind of you know had to create our own opportunities and undergo a lot of pressure and stress from this decision and and it was definitely just a wonderful interesting fascinating conversation I mean obviously I'm biased but I am so proud of this and I hope that everyone who tunes and enjoys because I just enjoyed recording it so much so I won't take any more of your time and let's just get into this. So I'm with Nick. Hello. And today we're here to talk about the overachieving high school student and just taking an unconventional path in high school. And we'll just start by describing what an unconventional path is and especially what an unconventional path he has taken so if you want to start it off and yeah so um in america i don't know how it is in other countries but you're expected to almost follow this certain path where they need you to be balanced in the way that they want it uh they want you to pay attention in a certain way uh they expect you to just take the normal at my school it's six classes and you know not really cause any disruptions towards their convenience so in this situation uh the conventional path is just whatever's most acceptable by, you know, whoever's in charge. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, do they have, I really don't know this about American high school, but if you get diagnosed with ADHD or um, dyslexia or whatever it is, do they have, like, measures that they take? They do, but they're very, very hard to obtain. Like, for me taking the SAT, um... Uh, I didn't. I had. I would have had to apply to get. Uh, they call it accommodations. I would have to apply six months prior to the SAT to get accommodations, which in this case it means a quiet testing environment, extended time on the sections. But for every student that has to take these tests, it's under timed conditions, and I unfortunately didn't apply in time to get these accommodations. So I was forced to be in an environment that's catered towards neurotypical people okay so let's just say you obviously are an overachiever because that's the 
topic that we're discussing, do you want to, like, talk about, like, how was your path different, what led you to take this path, and, like, the passions that you have and how you got there, and just the classes that you were taking, and, you know, your stuff, your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in elementary school, uh, I was about, like, 10 at the time, I was placed into the gifted program. They called it Image. And what that meant was that every... It was based on my... Um, we had standardized testing, and I scored really high in those tests. And every Wednesday, I would go off to a different school to be in an environment with students who were also considered gifted like me. And we would just work on like a separate curriculum than everyone else every Wednesday. And I think that's when I knew I wasn't the standard student. But then as it came into middle school, there was no gifted program. And my ADHD that was undiagnosed at the time started to really affect my learning. I had to apply myself more, more homework was required. And obviously with ADHD, you can't focus that well. And I was drowning in that environment. I did not perform well. I was honestly below average grades wise, but that was now in hindsight due to the lack of accommodations towards mm -hmm. my mental health, as well as a lack of recognition towards my mental health. But as I got into high school, I tried to apply myself more and just kept feeling myself hitting this ceiling of, you know, not having the right tools to succeed in high school. And so no matter how hard I tried, I could could never get myself to focus hard enough or to pay attention enough to do as well as other kids who consider themselves overachievers. And I think the big change I made was when I first got diagnosed with ADHD. And I experienced a lot of resistance in that process, but when I finally did it, um, immediately I started taking college courses outside of high school. I doubled up languages, which is pretty unheard of. I skipped years of both languages at once in which I had to speak to the bosses of the bosses of my teachers in order to get permission to do so. Because which is incredible, if I can just comment <laughs> It was that. difficult. They don't want you to. They say, hmm, no, I don't think that's possible. No one else has done that before. And they really try to talk you out of taking your own path. Like, they just want you to be this easy, you know, student that just will do as told. But I was never that kid, and especially once I realized my potential and started taking medication for my ADHD, I was bored by their expectations. Like, they were so mm -hmm. low, and I had to push to get to, you know, my passions, my interests of foreign language, and take my own path. And that resistance itself was almost motivating for me because I knew that this path that I wanted to take has never been taken before, and it was unique to me, and that felt right. Yeah. No, I get it. And just, like, talking about potential, which is something that I've just mentioned in almost every episode of my podcast so far. When you have, I would say, ADHD or almost, like, kind of any mental illnesses that, like, impacts learning, but in my experience it was this one, you kind of have this inner knowledge that you have a great potential. You know, you've always known mm -hmm. you've had a great potential. And I was talking to him in the past few days and I was mentioning the fact that there's this term which is twice exceptional where it's when you have a really high IQ which again and I in middle school was placed into a gifted program which I knew I was smart like and you know you have this potential but to actually 
take up on that and actually do whatever is necessary to use it, you know, and just really live up, as mm -hmm. people would say. I mean, it's it's a lot, and I and what you're saying is pretty much when you're a really passionate student and you have, and you're a little different. It doesn't just, it's not just presented to you how to, like, do so. Like, how to actually, like, live up to your potential, as you would say, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, do, did you, like, know about different opportunities? Did you have to look it up? Did you, you know? No, they were never handed to me, and that's the thing. I've been told no so many times when it comes to high school and the directions I wanted to take. And I think the people around me, like my school counselor and my teachers have learned that no is not an acceptable answer to things that I believe I should be able to do. And I'm not saying that from a stubborn sense, but more of a, this isn't right and we both know it. And eventually, through some hard work, I'll get my way with it. But every single opportunity that I've found has never been just put in front of me. I have to make those opportunities. And since I'm not taking the conventional path, there aren't the same opportunities that we're told exist so mm -hmm. i'm not really entitled to the you know everyday overachiever high school gifts that they receive for their actions like i have to find other ways to you know demonstrate my excellence but that did lead you to build up a pretty like great curriculum you know even grades wise stats wise overall and we were talking about just when you're so Let's just say good, but like when you're such a big overachiever, sometimes, well, almost all times, it's connected or related to wanting to go a really good university or an Ivy League or a top university in America. And when did you like decide to do so, or when did you do get the dream? And do you think it was worth it? Do you think that, you know? That's a good question. Um, It really started when I, I had no expectations for myself. I almost had given up on my future before I got diagnosed for ADHD. I just thought that I never had the focus like others did, and it was my own fault for that. I thought I was just lazy. But when I started taking the medication, I um, was able to get myself in a University of Chicago class. And through that, I think ever since that point, my goal or, you know, like the intention I had for working so hard was to get into University of Chicago. Um, Now, looking back, I think that it was good for the time being to have a goal so high because it, it pushed me to achieve so much. But I do think that the idea of setting a standard of getting into an exceptional school Ivy League level is, is very detrimental to one's mental health because in the end, the college admissions process is a gamble. And no matter how impressive or how talented you are, there's no guarantee that your labor was worth it. Mm -hmm. And I think that unstable sort of goal, it's almost devastating to find out that all of your work seems like it, it was worth nothing if you don't get accepted into said school. And for me, not getting to Chicago, that was a moment of realization where the school system is extremely corrupt and you're punished no matter how hard you work if you don't get the lucky side or the good side of the college admissions process. Yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, I am someone who still hasn't had their dreams kind of 
brought back to reality, I would say, because I'm I'm applying to college next year, which gives me time and gives me, and I've been I've been dreaming of going to an Ivy League for mm-hmm. years now. I mean, I did decide that that was my dream when I was six, seven grade. It's a dangerous slope. Which which I remember just starting to look up what it was and how to get into it and what did I need to do and feeling just so behind because it was this common idea that if you wanted to get in you had to start prepping when you were in kindergarten almost which was Mm -hmm. crazy and I felt so behind and I felt so much pressure and I kept pushing myself and pushing myself and while there's obviously a bad side I just kept reminding myself that even when I was doing bad, I had this inner motivation to do better. It was when I'm doing, still to this day, when I'm not doing well and I don't feel productive, it is extremely detrimental to my mental health. On the other hand, it pushes me to do more and more and more, and it's how I achieved what I feel proud of because I always had this like force to me. But, you know, do you think that the pros await the cons of it? Like, to your me- just talking about pressure-wise, like the amount of pressure that you feel. I honestly think the pressure itself is extremely overwhelming. I've, I had to, I've had so many problems arise out of the stress that this overachieving process has caused. You know, I've struggled with severe acne just because of the amount of stress. My heart rate has been chronically elevated because of it for a long period of time. Um, I've had to start medication to help me handle the amount of stress that my life brings. But, you know, the question is, is like, do you really need this, I I guess, achievement? Like, if you really think that Ivy League is the only way your future will be, you know, you'll be content, then I guess you could say it's worth it. But it just, the real question is, do you want to bring that stress upon yourself and damage your mental health and body? that's that can never be undone and do you want to devote your your time as a teenager to the rest of your life you're going to be working no matter what for the rest of your life it's mm-hmm. like do you want to spend the only time you'll ever be a teenager working that's and if, if working's what make you makes you happy and you think that ivy league will provide that experience that you need then yes it's worth it but if the answer is no to any of those then i would definitely not say it's a good thing and it is so fascinating to think that like someone can be and you're not just it's not it, you think that it's not common that it's an uncommon experience to be so scarred by this process but it really isn't i would say that all the really really good amazing incredible impressive students that i've met that were not so typical were crumbling Oh, we're all miserable. I I know the kids. I've been with them for so long. The gifted kids, ever since the gifted program, I've been friends with most of them. And behind their smiles and, you know, golden retriever energy that they put off because that's what they need to do, they're crumbling. Like, yeah, they're crumbling. I've, some of my friends have struggled with, like, suicidal thoughts. And all of this is the source of every single piece of stress is school. I mean, I've I've struggled with societal thoughts and I've but it wasn't due to school, so I guess. And it just did it make it better? In my experience, it both 
brought me to that point and it made it better because I had a goal and having a goal it's always it's always a positive thing because you have something to to like push you through the hard times but at the same time is this the best goal that someone can have when it comes at such a high cost I'm not sure um and fun fact I did visit Harvard once and it was a beautiful experience and we had this tour guide and she says she I remember her saying you can ask me any question you want and at the end of the tour I just it was just the two of us and I was like do you think it was worth it and I was pretty young at the time I, w- I was a freshman in high school and I was do you think it was worth it to come to do all that you needed to do because I already know knew how hard it was like that year yeah. my mental health was probably it was no I'm not gonna say the worst it has ever been but school wise and pressure wise mm-hmm. I have never been stressed that that much stressed out in my life and so I was like do you think it was worth it and she said it was for sure worth it I don't regret any minute of it I don't regret skipping out on the parties I don't regret having to you know put myself through all that stress and work to get here and I guess that really stayed with me and now that brings me to the question I mentioned this earlier but the good side you know like the it is the lottery with college admissions and she was one of the lucky ones where her hard work proved to be worth it but so in her case yeah it was worth it because she got the lucky draw of it but what if she wasn't on that side of the what if she was on the dark side not the lucky side you know would she say it's worth it that's my question because i mean i got the bad side of the draw but and now i'm thinking hmm, i don't even know if it was worth it but i guess i don't know if i would say the same thing if i got it accepted you know i'd I'd be a lot more happy with the outcome of my hard work Mm -hmm. because it it's just it's crazy to think that we pushed us ourselves through that for a process that is, uh, as you said, a lucky draw. Like, yeah. if you, I remember like, just researching on it and researching on it and seeing how, pretty much, if you're like a normal person which has doesn't have rich parents or legacy or is not a professional athlete or didn't cure world hunger, it's, <laughs> it just it gets to a point where it's almost impossible. Yeah. the chances are so low that you're risking a lot for those extremely low chances which you know what do, what do you think you got out of this process do you think like like you said you mentioned before you, you think you got a pile of shit out of it so yeah <laughs> i think that what i got handed from my high school is a, a hot steaming pile of shit but you know like internally just with my own character and hard work I think that I've learned discipline and I've learned where to place my efforts and since I be- I took the unconventional path I don't think I'm punished as hard as some other kids would be just because they did as they told for their entire high school career and then you know the people who told them to do this turn their backs against them and reject them from college it's that would be very confusing but since I've taken my own path you know I I don't think I'm relying so much on the result as they would but internally I think yeah I think that having the goal so high you know it's still worth it in the end but I I don't think that the high school provides the environment where it is worth it if the person does not have the mental strength to carry on so 
why do you think it was a pile of shit? Because, you know? You know, all the work I've been into, I haven't taken the conventional path. And I've worked so hard. But right now, as of today, I'm in a position where a girl at my school who's just coasted by, never tried too hard, never took any hard classes, is in the same financial situation as I am going into a college. And, and I think that's honestly, again, a pile of shit. You know, I'm not poor enough to receive a lot of financial aid, but I'm also not rich enough to have my parents pay for everything. And I think because of that, it puts me in an awkward position where it, my hard work wasn't even worth it in the end because now I still have to do and pay as much as someone who didn't put any work at all. And it's it's very confusing. And I think that itself is the pile of shit. After all of this, I'm just left with confusion and looking at future debt. I know, because the financial aid part of it is way bigger than people, I feel like, realize. Because even if you do get in, let's say you're one of the people that got the lucky side. Mm-hmm seeing at someone who worked way less than you and got the same as you did, it's just disappointing almost, I feel like. Right, and um, with American universities, it's almost like a pyramid. The The top universities, the Ivy League, if you go there, chances are it's going to be financially covered because they offer more money. Mm-hmm. Whereas an average school, you know, in the middle of the, the little triangle, it's you're not going to get money because they don't have the money to give out and it's it's not you're not good enough where you deserve to receive money according to these colleges but you're only good enough to get in and it's it's really confusing for me because I'm stuck in the middle because I got the bad end of the draw and now all of my labor has put me in the same spot as someone who didn't work at all so I guess if you do get in those good universities you get money but it's not my case mm-hmm you know, which is kind of why I'm not looking at anything below top because I kind of, I cannot, to be honest, I cannot afford it even if I wanted to. Like, I don't have the option of going anywhere else. Right. It's really not an option for me. And that was me as well. And to see also some, coming from a family which made everything possible for me it's almost like if I did end up getting the bad end of the draw, it would be not such a disappoint, not only a disappointment for me, but just seeing all that I was like given from my family and the support and a lot of teachers that came my way, to be honest, and seeing all those efforts, not just mine, but people around me, wasted, to, and seeing someone else who was just living their average life, who getting into that university or not wouldn't have changed that much for them. It's just... Right. It's just, you know? It's like, what could you have spent that time doing? That's that's the real question. This girl, as an example, had all this extra free time doing whatever she wanted to <laughs> and living her high school years. But I'm over here studying hard, and I wasted those years, and I'm, and I'm wondering, like, what could I have filled that time with? Could, And it's w- weird because no matter whatever path I took it still led to me led me to the same spot as her do you think those years were wasted though um if i am to stick with the current path i'm headed towards and going to college and paying more money than i should uh yeah i think that it's completely wasted but 
I guess that's the question I'm facing now. Do I, do I want to just ignore all my hard work and go to this college or do I want to, you know, keep getting told no and finding my own path and continue on my course of unconventional, you know, education. So that's, and it's, it's a hard decision for me to make because one is stable and the other one's very dangerous and, you know, you don't know if it's going to be worth it or not. To be honest, having a very positive outlook on things and just, I have a very positive kind of core beliefs to me. I feel like they, all those years, they were still not wasted. And the reason why I would say they were not wasted because I do truly believe, and I might be wrong because it's just my personal beliefs, but mm-hmm. I, it is backed by research because, you know, that's the kind of person that I am. But being a passionate person and learning to be a hard worker and doing more experiences than normal and just getting into the habit of going above and beyond and aiming for more it's gonna lead you to a good future it doesn't matter how you get there because life is unpredictable and it it's probably not what you expected and i'm not happy about that but i'm saying if i look at your future just knowing all those things about you is it is gonna be a good future because the tools that you learned and the experiences that you had were they were just it just um, it just leads me to be convinced that it's still gonna lead you to a good outcome in the quote unquote end right and I think part of that is whatever end I'm destined to it's is it's what path is that the fork in the road do I go left or right do I go left and go to this college and have to pay a lot of money and be in debt for a long time or do I go right and take the unknown and right now it's feeling like the Nick who got me to this place right now is is gonna say go right and I guess that that's what I'm really dealing with right now which one will lead me to my end and I guess if I went left and say I'm in debt for a long time I would probably still achieve whatever I was destined to achieve but I would have a lump sum of a lot of money I need to pay off for the rest of my life and I don't know if I want that stress having to deal with that yeah but I feel like it's definitely not the best outcome and it's not it doesn't seem like the best outcome but I feel like what matters at the end is being happy and having achieved what we wanted to achieve or what you were meant to achieve and being kind of like almost stress-free and probably financially you know good or well off right and i feel like as someone who has the tools of being passionate and very much overachieving and just unconventional you can use those tools whatever path you take you know and even though they're not the path that you expected to they will lead you to great results they really will i'm convinced of it and you have so much supports and people that love you like a lot like you know mm-hmm. it's just you know it cannot end badly while for the other girl who literally did not do anything right she isn't she doesn't not have 
I don't feel like she's gonna have such a good outlook of future because honestly she just learned to do the bare minimum. Oh, definitely. So where is it gonna get her after college? You you might end up after college with the same amount of debt, but in very different positions. I I do agree with that, but then that leads me to the question: How big can a plant grow in a small pot? And if I'm destined to be a big, beautiful, you know, tree, and I put myself in a small house plant pot, and that being this college, am I gonna thrive? Maybe I'll end up breaking out of that pot, but I can only grow as big as my surroundings will let me. And I don't think that I could be able to grow as much as I have the potential to at that environment. But I do agree in the sense that I have made so many friends and connections and passions and values along the journey. Mm-hmm. It's just a tough decision on, you know, do I want to stay in a small pot? I'm use that metaphor. Yeah, I just guess right now you're in a kind of undecided place, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like you're in the middle of the journey. But let's say it's like a movie or a book. There's an end to it, you know? And right now you're in the middle where it's kind of like when there's like that breaking point in a movie mm-hmm. where you're Climax. lost and it's, it doesn't seem like it worked out. But I'm just guess just spoil spoil spoiling spoiling spoiler alert spoiler alert the end you know kind of like that you know i see and if you feel like if you keep going on an unconventional path because that's who you are right it's 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 to stay through to yourself is probably that's probably that's the best advice that could ever be given towards us just what's true to me Mm -hmm. And that's the right decision. Yeah. Well, I'm very glad we had this conversation. Yes, thank you for this. (laughs) I just hope that everyone enjoyed it because I feel like it's a very common yet uncommon experience. I feel like if you're in this place, you're going to understand and you're going to relate to this. Mm-hmm. If you're a twice exceptional kid, then you're most likely going to relate to this because oh, yeah. it is it is an underlying issue in this whole thing where you're really genius and you but you're not a normal kind of genius. You're a mm-hmm. special, you know? And I don't know, just everyone who's listening to this take what resonates. And I hope that you guys learned something or that your mind was opened up to new ideas and that you truly enjoyed it. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.